What? You, I told him 405 slash 305, 306 DK. Okay. See, that would make us sound early, except that you're talking about Central Time. I'm talking about Central Time. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. Merry Christmas, man. Let's start Merry that Christmas way. to you. Look at that. Look at all festive there. I showed up in the uh, my traditional Green Lantern. Look at you, man. Ugly you Christmas sweater. You know what? I'm going to say this word, but I absolutely think it's super cool. Nerd. Okay, that's some cool <laughs> stuff. I don't care what you say. That's some. I need more hobbies like that, DK. I do. Uh, yeah, I actually stayed up reading my comic books last night for the first time in a while. I caught up at like over wow. three months of them. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was good. When you do it in a chain like that, it's a lot like binge watching. Yeah, you get into it a lot more. Do you know what I'm saying? So you see the you see the uh, the, the the movie when you're reading the words in it. Also, you you paint it in your mind. Oh no, we're way more geeky than that. We, oh, di- we dive in. We dive in to the alternate dimension, Moan. It's oh. it's uh, it's all the way. You said the alternate dimension. Oh yeah. What is this, DK? Well, if you want to know, literally, it's Earth One, which is not to be confused <laughs> with Earth Prime, the Earth that we're living on. You have no idea. Let's start the I... show. <laughs> before before I dig this hole way too deep, okay? Let's go. <laughs> Welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, an especially festive episode of the Ramon Show. He is Ramon over there. He's in Hendersonville, Tennessee. 11-year starting guard for the Pittsburgh Steelers in the National Football League. I might mess around and get a beard if my barber don't call me back, DK. This is roughing it right here. Should have been multiple Pro Bowl participants. Should have been. Definitely should have had one. 17. There was 2017. That was a Pro Bowl guard over there to my side. I if like I could that. Give you a gift after the fact. That'd be right under our little tree right there. That would be your 2017 Pro Bowl selection. I appreciate that, man. And first alternate, all those things, man. It was around this time of the year I found out too, which is uh, super fascinating. But hey, you can control what you can uh, can't control. And I had a awesome, awesome career, DK. And I'm very thankful. Also very thankful for y'all too, man. And by the way, nobody, I don't think, DK, got a bigger show than what we got going on today anyway, man. How about that? No, I, I could see that. You know, we've yeah. got we've got uh, all kinds of merriment that's showing up in the comments here, and we can appreciate that. Julie says, I don't chat often, but I feel as if I know all of you. That's cool, because we have to remember, Moan, we see a lot of familiar names yeah, we do. Uh, on this stack, but there's also a lot of people that I hear from. In fact, there's, there's one right over here. Come on in here. Who's that, man? Who this, we got, this DK? Would be, this would be Connor Manning, who's identifying himself as being from the Twin Cities. That's not good enough. Which one? Well, technically, I live in Wisconsin on the other side of the river. Oh, oh man. Here I you. work in the Twin Cities. Here comes Connor Manning <laughs> with a with a good early hay moan for you. Come on in here, Connor. What's up? What's going on? <laughs> what's going on, man? I got to ask you the hat. It's got real. Now, is that real or just real or what, what we no. got going on? No, it's from a uh, a rapper NF. If you've listened oh, to oh yes NF absolutely yeah yeah. So uh, actually got this hat at uh, NF concert in uh, in the Twin Cities. That's big time uh, right there. Oh, so good. He was incredible. I was up there for a preseason game too. Uh, this earlier this year, I didn't realize. <sighs> Hear me out. Let me give me a second to breathe and talk <laughs> yeah. about this for a second. Okay, DK, just chill for a second. Okay, I did not realize. That Minnesota, okay, is the world hub for Target. Do you understand oh, yeah. what Target has done to my house? My wife probably <laughs> hears me right now. Every time oh, yeah. we go in there, she spent, oh, we'll give you a little gift card. No, I yeah, almost more. walked inside the building and told them how much money they owe me, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I digress, though, okay? You get lost. I digress, Connor. It's wild. The The Twin Cities is, is actually the hub of a whole bunch of major That's companies, awesome. Best Buy, Target, Medtronic, 3M. Wow. Um, all, all kinds of huge companies. And they say that the only reason why it's not like a Chicago, New York, LA is because yeah. of how cold it gets. The weather. I can believe that. I'll tell you another thing too. Then we're going to go to your Hey Moan. Okay. Yeah. I found out in Minnesota, 
You see, I keep saying it like in Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. I found out in Minnesota that you guys lie. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear my lie that I'm going to tell you <laughs> that you guys do. The land of 10,000 lakes lies. Yeah. I'm talking about big lies. I, a, a 10,000 ponds. Okay. <laughs> I can get puddles. Puddles. But every single thing is a lake there. Okay, let's go on. That's that's all yeah, I have. Yeah, for yeah, you we right can there. we can move on. Well, hey, <laughs> so so hey, Moan, this is my question. I've been all a right. fan of the Steelers since 1996. Um, that Super Bowl against the the um, Cowboys, Cowboys yeah. and then they picked up Jerome Bettis in the offseason. Mm-hmm. And my whole Steelers existence has been predicated on this belief that we can win every single game that we step into. Right, just feeling that like energy of like, like even. Knowing it, obviously we lose games, right? Yeah, but yeah, there's yeah. the belief that we can win, and there seems to be an absence of that belief presently. Right now. Oh, just, man. Like, kind of the wind is like sucked out of the sails a little bit, right? So yeah. what I want to know is Ramon Foster's scripted offseason. What are the personnel, coaching, staffing changes? Like you have like a, I would do bop, 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 bop uh, to, to bring the belief back into the room. Okay, for sure. That is a phenomenal, in-depth question right there, man. First thing I would do is decide on whether I'm going to keep the head coach or not. If you decide to keep him, then you got to find a legit outside house offensive coordinator. From there, inside the building, make the decision what you're going to do with the quarterback. You got to. Uh, Again, I said the other day on here, it sucks that the one year that you needed to draft a quarterback was probably the lowest draftable year ever. Inexcusable still, right? Uh, but I'm starting with that first, deciding on a head coach. If you keep them decided on a coordinator and then deciding on what you're going to do with the uh, quarterback, those three right there probably are most are the most problematic situations that we're facing right now. The O-line has yourself out. They just got to be around themselves, around each other. I don't really worry about the wide receivers, the Divas mm-hmm. for a reason, right? I, and I, I respect and I understand why they are that way. They're the only position I have to rely on somebody else to make them look good. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. And then I would say another one is probably finding uh, your middle linebackers in the corner. That's where I'm at. And just, I wouldn't make the offseason mandatory, but mm. there'll be a lot of, hey, you guys to show up to these all these offseason workout yeah. moments. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, will you let them freelance? Yes. Be around each other so much that you're sick almost at a yeah. certain point. Okay. That's yeah. where I start at. If they keep Coach Tomlin around. Yeah. And uh, whoever the new coach is, is going to be probably polar opposite if they do decide to bring coach uh, somebody else in after Coach T. That was yeah. a great freaking question. Yeah, I love it. Thanks so much, Ragu. Absolutely, man. Enjoy love your it. time. Big time. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Safe travels. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Am I fired again? You, yes. Are you going to fire me right before Christmas? You're one of those bosses? You dig- well, you might, you don't have time to think about it going into the new year. Two weeks to find a new job. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. That's yeah. terrible. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is, actually. That's I mean, terrible. I get dressed up for you and everything, and look you at that. Did. You did, DK. It's all good, man. You still my guy, though. But kind of had a phenomenal question, and I yeah. was—I kept him long anyway because uh, the Minnesota connect was really funny. And again, I said that true. I said that too. Like Pittsburgh's a city of bridges, and we know that. But yeah. Minnesota been a land of ten thousand lakes is the biggest lie going on in America. It's a ten thousand ponds. Oh yeah, it's they got ten thousand lakes. Uh, yeah, it, they're, they're very small bodies of water for the most <laughs> part. Yeah, water. when you fly over and into that, you can see. Yeah, you know, it, it, they're very, very small. But now, on the other hand, us, we have our three rivers, and we yeah. have our we have our gazillion bridges more than any city in the world. Uh, that's that's different. You know, yeah, ours yeah. ours are legit too. We're, we're People legit. say sometimes they're like Venice and Amsterdam. We're like, hey, man, we got bridges. Okay? Yeah, we got bridges that trucks go on. Yes. <laughs> okay. These <laughs> are bridges that you, your happy little bike goes over. You I know? took that uh, that duck tour one time that goes in the water and everything, and that's one thing they said. Pittsburgh falls second behind Venice as far as bridges, but all the Pittsburgh bridges are actually drivable. Yeah, there's no, not all. We have some pedestrian Most. bridges yeah. here downtown that cross over, you know, those indoor bridges that connect. Yeah. Uh, Jay Freeman comes in, we, we, as we knew that he would today. Merry Christmas to everyone. And he ties that in cleverly with May Rudolph ball out on Saturday. It won't be our first or last 
Rudolph joke today. How you feel about these Saturday games? Ready to get them over with? Like glad that they're a day early? Strictly from a selfish standpoint. Tell me. I love being able to watch Sunday football. <laughs> I really do. And I don't mean Steelers. I, I'm talking about just watching the rest of the league. There's nothing better, Moan, still. Yeah. Than just plopping back on the couch and just watching seven, eight. If we, or if you make it through the night game, go ahead yeah. and do the full 11, 12 hours of football. Don't move. Yeah. No, that is freaking awesome, though. I, I feel you on that, though. That's how we felt on Sundays when we had Monday night games and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I feel you on that. No, it, it's good. Let's uh, let's take our break here and get to a, a, a good Rudolph's, Rudolph style rapid fire Friday. We do. Let's do that, man. I'm here for it. That's the yeah, only segment that matters, DK. It let's, actually is the only segment that matters. Let's hate Mo. Let's do it. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. Merry Christmas, everybody. A very special edition of the Ramon Foster Show in which we celebrate not only the holiday, but the potential resurrection of Mason Rudolph's career as an NFL quarterback. Uh, Moan is not ambiguous nor ambivalent when it comes to the Mason Rudolph story. Uh, Tell me how hard you'll be pulling for this young man tomorrow moan first and foremost i just want to you know throw a wet blanket on it real quick and just say this i would be talking so much trash be like rudolph the red nose you're gonna have one today do you understand me this oh you mean if you saw him right now yeah i was on the other side of the ball (laughs) against i'll be talking so much trash Uh, okay (laughs) yeah he would not be leading the reindeer is what i would tell you uh but i am hoping that for him Uh, i'm hoping he has a sense of calm over him mason biggest issues is He's a quarterback's quarterback. He wants to look like it. He wants to be it. He wants to, you know, move and have the precision like it. I just need for him to be calm and realizing that he can make those, what we talked about yesterday, DK, those over-the-middle throws. Don't let that ball sail. Like, see what you're throwing at. Like, that's what I want. I, and I won't front. I'm I'm rooting for Mason, man. Say what y'all want to, better draft pick and all that crap. I ain't got no time for that. I want to see Mason Rudolph ball and help this team get a dub against. Here's the other thing about y'all wanting them to lose. They're playing against the Bengals. Yeah, home. stop that. Stop. It's the Bengals. I ain't going to tell you how to fan out and what's better for the organization. But if it was anybody else but the Bengals, I'd say, yeah, okay, all right, I get it. You want to beat Cincinnati, man. Screw them. <laughs> I'll tell you what. One thought I had about Mason – as a quarterback, this was yesterday, just an idle thought walking home. When you look at his his natural abilities, like you said, he kind of looks like a quarterback. He looks like he was born to be a quarterback. He even has the whole big jaw and everything, all that stuff, right? You know what I'm talking about? He's very, very Jimmy Garoppolo. He's Jimmy G-like. He's got a lot of that to him. And I thought to myself, you know what? If you look at where Kenny was in the game in Cincinnati – in Cincinnati, and he was efficient. He was smart. He made a couple of terrific passes, but for the most part, just made the passes, okay? If Mason ever just got to that point in his career where he said, you know what, I I know I can do the, the deep ball. I know I can do different stuff. I know I've got the big arm and everything else here. Here's, I'm just going to focus on the little stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mason, to his credit, got a lot better in terms of it. And he's talked about it before and he talked about it again this week about addressing the happy feet he used to have, which I'm sure drove you guys nuts. It did. It did. But you watch him in practices, you watch him in preseason games now, and they're gone. Yeah. They're gone. He plants and sets. I mean, he's, he's got a nice little pocket presence about him. But then, like you said, he those short balls, he'll sail them, and it's like, Mason, these are supposed to be the easy ones, man. They are, and I'm hoping for Mason Rudolph and just for this team bursts the boost that they need to get them on the right track is, is this, though, too. Because to be fair, DK, if we can't, the wide receivers ain't had the year. I'm sure they wanted to either. 
No. Like, again, that, that's the one thing I said to Connor when he asked that question. The wide receivers depend on that. Like, seeing those guys happy mean that the quarterback is dealing. The thing with Mason is this. His completion percentage over his career is not bad. It ain't the worst. We've seen worse, right, DK? Either mm-hmm. with the Steelers or other teams. The issue that he has is his incomplete or bad balls go to other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, they go to other people, DK, in, in very huge or, moments. Or right into the ground or over somebody's head. And this is all, again, this is in the short game. Yeah. So there's a couple of different ways I think that you can look at that. One is Mason, okay, if, if you know that that's not his thing, Mm-hmm. script around it please yeah do you yeah. know what i'm saying it's like let, let's just see something else then if you know that's not there and by the way you don't really have that type of offense anyway yeah no not not just yet man uh, the Steelers don't have not. a catch and run offense they just don't yeah no not right now they don't but they got the playmakers to make it happen i'm, I'm intrigued by mrs miss yes comments right here man I, I didn't see. She puts up there. I know y'all will. You ready for it, DK? It's supposed to be the fastest day anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she got, I know y'all will, but please talk about RC's comments today about Coach Tomlin. I didn't see him, I'll be honest with you, because I've heard so much and everybody's had so big of an opinion that to me, unless you're in that room, I had that conversation with Coach Tomlin about what he's lost and what he's up against. And again, just fully embodying the, the whole year, the whole two years, the last three years then unless it's something that looks at both sides instead of saying, yeah, he's fired, he sucks, and all this type of stuff, everybody wants to say that right now. But, like, be real about what you're saying. So I respect the hell out of Ryan Clark. I do. And his words. very pointed in what he's got to say. I just can't comment enough, Ms. Yeah, on what he said about Coach T. But it's probably he's lost the locker room culture and all that type of stuff. Yeah, let me say this. Ryan Clark is in a in a different position, I think, than let's say – uh, Ramon here, or even Ben Roethlisberger, uh, with his with his show, in that Ryan Clark is under pressure to produce hot take and co- yes, okay, I'm, I'm going to try to be respectful here, okay, whereas he's his own man and he'll tell us that if he hears this, yes, 100. percent Whereas, whereas when you're talking about Moan and and Ben and Cam and guys like that that aren't under the the gun of the Bristol, Connecticut hot takes machine. They don't have to come up with it. So what do you got for us this week? Oh, I've got a sizzler. You guys, Mike Tomlin really needs to go. Okay. Well, you know, I I don't want to, again, I, I, I know RC obviously not as, not as well as as you moan. You're in there in the room with him. Okay. And I believed at the time that he was going to be doing exactly what he was going to be doing. However, that does not remove that factor from it. If you think that Ryan Clark just woke up on a Thursday and thought to himself, ha-ha, it's time for Mike Tomlin to go. Do you see what I'm saying here? I'm trying to give you some yeah. media background yeah, no, here. It, yeah. It's different than, than Moan and Ben and Cam uh, and, 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 these, and these other podcasts and so forth that are there. Does that make sense? And then the other thing, too, I always say this. Like, I'm not in Pittsburgh every day, but DK is. We talk about what DK pulls out of that locker room, other than just the national TV sound bites. We talk about the connections he's have inside that building. We talk about we talk to people. I talk to people that have had direct conversations with guys inside of that room or have talked specifically to them. Um, I just view it differently, just knowing how the big networks work. Um, but RC's a man of his word, or whatever he said today, I'm sure he's gonna stand on it too. Uh, but I Viewing Coach Tomlin, the hottest thing to say right now is he's lost it. They should get rid of him, and maybe that's true. But um, it's it's a lot deeper, I think, than just that. He's If he's going to be uh, another Stephen A. or whatever, these hot takes things. And by the way, Monsieur, no, that was not a guarantee that we were going to bring that up. I don't feel yeah, the no. need to respond to every hot take everywhere. That's just not, that's not how we do stuff. Uh, he went you know, viral today, of course. Going at your old coach always Sure does. you. Yeah, sure you always but, does. But again, he's in a different spot. Ryan Lytle says, Merry Christmas, uh, DK, Dolly, Moan, and everybody. Still recovering from an illness. Our man's not feeling so great. I, I knew about that, but got an early Christmas present when I learned that my mom will be traveling to Tennessee to spend Christmas with us. Nothing will matter more, man. 
Yeah, that's awesome right there. Nothing that's matters awesome. more than having the family together. Uh, take, yeah. it from, take it from two guys right here who are really happy to have everybody under the same roof right about now. Big time, big time. <laughs> By the way, just yeah, for clarity, I'm getting um, – I'm seeing the comments. RC actually praised Coach Tomlin and said it was time to move to another man, another team. Yeah, that's – I get that. That's what they want. That's the narrative that's, that's going to be pushed. That's, that's what they want. Uh, Mark yeah. says, uh, can Mason Rudolph read a defense? If so, it might truly be Christmas. Can he, Moan? Yes, he can. Why would he not? Asking. Yeah, asking. no, absolutely he can. Now, again, the thing that you have to get yourself into is the flow of the game. The blitzes that you have not seen live. Those are the things that you have to adjust to and instinct has to pick up on when it comes down to his play, his level of execution. Execution is about timing, too. That's where Mason's issues will be when live shots are coming at him. So that's what I worry about with him. Laura Way says, from a female perspective, Moan, Mason looks nothing like Jimmy G. We don't need to go. I don't know. (laughs) Is that good or bad, Laura? Because I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I'm not sure in which direction she's she's doing that there. Jacob reminds us that Rudolph has better stats than Kenny. This is accurate. This is accurate. Uh, Jordan points out that Mason can actually step up in the pocket. Is that true? Uh, yes, he can, and he will. Uh, th- again, his style is a traditional quarterback. Yes, his he, style is to drop back, it. push up in the pocket. That's what he will do. He will not often deviate from the plan. And again, with his past history of being outside of the pocket, it hadn't been too nice. Um, but again, what we don't need from Mason is happy feet. What we don't need from Mason is being skittish in the pocket, but that group up front going to have to give him time too. I think he feels better about having pressure around him as opposed to just saying, let me go create. Don't expect Mason to roll out of the pocket and do something crazy this week. If there's a sack to be had because the big boys up front can't hold up, guess what's probably going to happen. DK, he going to go down. He's going to go down. He's going to go down. What, what you're not going to see is an instinctive uh, thing where he just goes off to the left, you know, appeals like the way Kenny was doing. And I also don't think you're going to see everything just collapse around him the way it did on Mitch. And it would do it really hard. Oh, Lord. But, but let's remember that the offensive linemen have some culpability in this too. And if they play the way they did in Indianapolis, no matter what Mason's going to do. No, it doesn't. doesn't matter what doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you, you have Lamar Jackson back there. He's going to get collapsed on. Come on, man. Exactly. doesn't matter. Don't it matter at all. Now, Brent Haynes says Mason played well against the Lions. We're going all the way back to 2021, his last start. But the receivers dropped some very nice long and short throws. He was blamed for it. But also fumbled. Remember? Yeah. Over time, it's just ugh, that whole ugh, game. Nasty. And, and Mason deserved a real nice feather for his performance and it should have lingered for a long time instead the last memory everybody had unfairly was was a negative uh wade says hey moan with mason taking more practice snaps with the second team what center does he practice with i knew this was coming (laughs) could that be someone who replaces mason cole that was a roundabout way of saying i don't like mason cole Cole. i'd rather have whoever mason center is uh, it's probably Nick Herbig or some deviation yeah, it's, it's of one Nate of those. Yeah, it's Nate, yeah. Her- Nate, Nate Herbig. Yeah, Nate, yeah, yeah. Um, th- you're not going to see a change at center. And and Moan, if you can explain why that is, you, you don't you don't move two pieces to fix one in this one. And again, that's the guy that knows the most and got the most flow as far as understanding the game. Mason Cole hadn't been perfect, um, but this is just what you got. Again, if Nate can't beat him out, then what does that say about Nate? You know, maybe the game speed ain't there for him either. If he goes down, they'll move James Daniel over. Maybe James Daniel's over, but I, I can't see that being the case. Your 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 center is Mason Cole. I feel you. G Carr says help help Mason Rudolph by running well. Run, baby, run. It also helps that the defense rested if the running game is working. It's easy. Three rushes of three and a half yards first down. Here we go. Do you think there's any chance, Mo? Any that Jalen Warren will finally get more reps? After you, all this, I think so. It'd almost be ludicrous not to DK. More than Najee. More than Najee. I think we're past that point of hurting feelings. We are. I thought that about a month ago. I know, but DK, <laughs> okay. it's all or nothing right now, dog. Like, I ain't saying it's all or nothing because I don't know the future of what this team is going to be come January 8th or 9th. Fair? 
Yeah. Why would you not try to do anything to spoil their their playoff hopes? And Pittsburgh is still in that little graphic of in the hunt. You're still in it technically. So what better way to knock them off or get back in than to knock off Cincinnati with a backup quarterback? Also, they're in the same situation. They just got a little bit more success than us as of late. Yeah, it's just Robert says this is a well-deserved start for Mason Rudolph. Definitely pulling for him to show out. Let's be honest here. A lot of this is just you just want to see somebody else. You're tired of seeing. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's can we just cut through the okay? Yeah, oh Mason, Mason's our guy. Mason's our guy. Show me the tape of where you thought Mason was your guy two months ago, and then tell me what Mason did in the interim to win you over. Nothing. Okay, nothing. You didn't watch him running the scout team in practices. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, can we just call it like it is? You know what else is funny, too? Who we are on Friday, the day before this game, and everybody seems to be a little bit upbeat, man. This is our cycle right now, DK, and I love this. I ain't going to lie to you. I absolutely love this. Yeah, that's – that's. we keep getting people I, – I, I don't care what other people's hot takes are. Or th- this is what they want you to do, you know? Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. Here's, here's Joel. What the sudden national sports media – go ask the national sports media, you know? That's yeah. that's that's not it. What, what is this one here? Made it up. Hey, Moan, you heard of Cop Killer, right? 14, 18, and 8 is a coach – killer i think he means (laughs) you forgot a word off of that yeah they not and i saw somebody on the national network today 18 isn't there you go you're you said this dk you care to reiterate that again man just quickly i do want to about deontay johnson if you're lumping deontay johnson in with george pickens you're doing it because of his inexcusable indefensible but also completely isolated reaction to one fumble he was upset about the previous play not going the way he wanted, not because he was pouting, but because it was there. It was a touchdown. It was there to be had, and it got nullified, and he was he dragged it into the next play. Moan, you can explain what that is for a professional athlete. What is that? It is. That's the first rule of being a pro. Quick memory. There's no other way around it. And again, Deontay's been searching for what, DK? You've been you said it early. Touchdowns. That's his job. That's his main priority is to get touchdowns to help this team win. And he sulked. That was immature of him. And he he said that. He basically mm-hmm. acknowledged that. It ain't, I'm telling you, Deontay is he's different than what you think. His yeah. body language sometimes looks a certain type of way. I can admit that. Deontay have them long arms where they just sulk down a little bit, just like <laughs> you, you laugh because I'm telling that's you the so truth. True, yeah. You you laugh because you know that's that true yeah. right there. He has those long arms that just sulk down, and you're just like, man, come on, Deontay. But he's good more times than not. He had a he had a moment. And then George had a moment. So now we put him in the same conversation with George. Deontay yeah, no. apologized for his. George said. I ain't want to get hurt. Yeah. No, <laughs> they are not the same thing. Danny Blaze says, hey, Moan, is Mason playing for an NFL roster spot at this point of his career? Can I tell you first what Mason said to this question this week? What do you say? This is great. Somebody said, you know, do you think you have a chance to showcase? You know, stuff that we ask in preseason of bubble guys, well, and, yeah. and, and players will answer it. Sometimes they'll just be honest and say, hey, you know, I'm just going to show what I can do, and wherever it goes, it goes. And that's what they're saying. I don't care where I play. Give me a job. Yeah. Mason, yeah. Mason responded emphatically to this by saying, I have one goal this week, one thing I'm thinking about, and that's beating the Bengals. Oh, man. I'm thinking about the game this week. I have I have to lead this team to victory. Such a savvy dude. That was the, he, And he stated it like this, like as if he was ready for it. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he kind of was. Yeah, he was. Uh, you, you mind if I address the situation real quick too, man? Mm-hmm. I think it's real solid, and I love it, and I've seen it come up time and time again. It's wanting that old thing back, DK. You know that? Like, man, I want to – like the old girlfriend or something like that in high school. Oh, I wonder will she take me back. God, I want my old car back. This right here from my man Donald. Austin. Oh, jeez. Dotson played a good game last night. Last night. Good for him, man. That that also was backhanded because sure a lot of us people in this chat wanted him out of here for a while, too. Here's the thing that you have with him. 
You have a guy that's calling the plays that you believe in. You got a potential Hall of Fame quarterback that is on that team with them, also backed up by a, a guy like Carson Wentz. Like they have a well put together offense. The offense has a guy that's been in the league for a while, a world champion. You're dealing with two different teams. You're also dealing with a guy that may now actually like show us that that that, that the scheme somewhat matters. For a guy, even an offensive lineman, it matters for O-line. The same way a quarterback, he's a system. No, the system sometimes has to work for people you draft, trade for, and actually are coaching up. The system matters. I think he's in a system that works for him. So he's going to have some success. Brian says, I don't like comparing Mason Rudolph's numbers to Kenny Pickett's. Mason played behind a better offensive line. I think that's Brian's way of saying Merry Christmas, Moan. It is about uh, Merry Christmas for sure. Absolutely, <laughs> DK. Merry Christmas to you too, Brian. Uh, Mason, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Teresa says, are we finally going to see Broderick Jones at left tackle and Chooks back at right tackle? You will not. Okay. I was about to say, I was waiting on you to give me the answer to that, DK. You will not. No. That's, that's as far as I'll go on that one. Fast Friday you is will up not. today. Yeah, Jordan says, uh, right. <laughs> Can we admit that Kevin Dotson wasn't properly used at left guard? System. Can- what do you go, mean? Go ahead. I'm no, telling you. No, you go ahead. You're the, the left guard. The system. <laughs> the system matters also. Again, the, the reason why Ben worked well from uh, Bruce Arians to Todd Haley to Randy Finkner is because the system didn't really change for Ben. It changed for us up front as far as protections, the runs we were going to run, the flow of the game, and watching Ben mature. Again, we can say Dotson looks good, but Dotson has a Hall of Fame quarterback. He has a damn good coach as a head coach that can call it. They got a defense that also supports him just the same, too. And, again, they're playing in the NFC West. I mean, let's let's really talk about what they got going on. And for them, what are they still just 7-7 seven and seven or 8-7 and seven right now as mm-hmm. a team? They're 8-7. and seven. We're not acting like they're freaking, you know, 12-1 and one or something right now. Like, he's played fair. But change of scenery might mean something for Dotson system and just you know what he's got a new start i'm okay with that but they have probably more balance as a team than the pittsburgh steelers do right now gene says this is a really good one hey moan do you think the offensive line will be less skittish because they know their quarterback won't be running around i'll ask more anxiety to it honestly it always does the backup always does because everybody's going to assume that that guy doesn't know much the flow of the offense, again, we're talking about small item things when it comes down to the backups coming, timing of the routes, getting the ball out of his hand. Like, there'll be times Ben would get the ball half a second and it's gone, you know, or the moments he would tell us, I need more time. The communication is going to be there. He hasn't had live reps since 20, when, DK, 21? Our last start was 2021. Mason's going to have a little bit of a computer lag until he catches up. What we need from him is this. Hey, bro, go be the, the 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 ultimate pro this week. Go be that guy, okay? And don't worry about it. If he goes out there and just let it hang all out and play free, we got a real good shot of winning this weekend. Uh, Mason is Sid's beefy little brother, meaning Sidney Crosby. Sidney no. Crosby. Yeah, I mean, I there's a little bit of There's a little there's There's a little bit of something there, you know? Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Rick says he would trade George Pickens at the end of the season. Would you get rid of George Pickens? No. He's cheap. He's young. and He's got a whole lot of talent. He just has to rein it in. Ain't no other way around that. I ain't out on George Pickens at all. He just got to grow the heck up. If you talk to anybody around that building, the same consistent sentiment statement is said, DK. He's got to grow up. Vegas TJG says that somebody's shoplifting behind me. <laughs> hey man, it's the holiday spirit. Got to get you. Got to get your gifts one way or the other. What's going on? What's going on, good man? How are you? I'm red from Arkansas. How's the big ragu? Come on in. Here. Come on in, man. Have a seat right here. What's going on? What's up, ragu? How's Not the big much, ragu? Man. That is that an Arkansas Razorback shirt right there, too? That is my daughter's from Arkansas. Okay, all right, for sure, for sure, man. Yeah, we live in uh Bentonville, Arkansas, home of Walmart. I heard home you earlier Walmart. on the show, show talking about Target. 
Yeah, that's home of Walmart right there. You know, Walmart money, just real quick, and I'll get to a quick question for you, is like taking over things. So um, the Walton family... Walton family actually owns every sports franchise in Colorado. I didn't know if you knew that, man. I did not know that. I got to look into that. And then Kroenke, who owns the Rams, you guys yeah. were just talking about Dotson with the Rams. That's the scumbag that moved them out of St. Louis. <laughs> but that's Walton money too, man. Oh, wow. That's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy, man. Oh, wow. So oh, you, I, Hopefully you enjoy a great game this weekend, though. No, I'm looking forward to it. You and the boys uh, ready for the holidays? Yeah, we are. We got a couple things got to button up. Other than that, we're good to go. Yeah, I'm from. Uh, I grew up here and went to Fort Cherry High School. And the last quick thing, and I'll get to a quick question for you. But the uh, it's the only high school. Here's another quick fact. And DK may know this, but it's the only high school where two NFL coaches coached against each other. Schoenheimer and Marvin. Marvin. And Marvin, that's right. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, Pittsburgh's yep. got so much friggin' history, man. That's yep. crazy. It is crazy. So real quick, man, I'll let you guys get ready to wrap it up here in a minute, but. Uh, no, with with all, with all the noise about Coach T, man, and a little bit of history here that DK knows, you know, Bill Cowher's famous for the chin and the sideline component of it. But somewhat, there's an aspect behind the scenes with Cowher, you know, being a player's coach. And a lot of it was portrayed differently on the field on how he went at players. So, you know, Coach Tomlin's often portrayed as this player's coach and being soft, but like, the Wolfman, I know you yeah. have a hair history. Oh, so, so I'll go ahead and get so far from the truth. Is right. he a player's coach? No, he relates to his players. In the NFL, you have to build relationships. Because, again, that same conversation we had about what do you do with George Pickens as a teammate, you can't go beat him up. It's too many men, like legitimately earning men that earn money for their families in that building. So you have to approach your players like they're grown men and build relationships with them. Now, is there a – you know, a pecking order of how you talk to them and who's in charge, 100%. Everybody in that building knows Coach Tomlin's the head of it, starting with Mr. Rooney and Omar from there on down. There's never a disrespect moment that comes down to how he operates and how we approach him either. We might call him Mike T, Coach T. Hey, it's never been, hey, Mike, it's never been that. It's Coach T, Coach Tomlin, or Mike T. And that's just how he relates to us, but it always comes out in terms of, like, respect. You know what I'm saying? It's never yeah. hey, dude. So he's very stern in his approach. I think right now you got too many people running up the wall to try to find something wrong. Yeah. But all in all, I don't think he's ever had a moment to where it's just, hey, he's lost it. You know, like they're, I think they're in a very tense era in Pittsburgh right now inside the locker room. But I wouldn't say there's a lack of respect or, hey, the player coach element. Because here's the pro thing, too. I do work for the Titans here. Vrabel's very much a player's coach. He's all of that. You see it. Um, but, of course, narratives can be written. No, absolutely. When you're uh, not winning, man. Hey, I appreciate, I appreciate everything, man. Best uh, wishes for much success over the holiday season. Thanks, DK, for letting Same me on. Same to you, man. Enjoy. Be safe. All right. Players coach is always a hot spot. Ain't that gets you. That gets you. Yeah. Because you know, like I know, you have to be. I never heard that about Coward, though. Behind, uh, the behind the scenes. Yeah, a big softy. Total <laughs> myth, by the way. Everyone likes to portray Coward because he used to get all nasty with the punter. Yeah. yeah. But he was a, a, an absolute uh, a, a rollover baby when it came to San Antonio Holmes. And you know why? Because he wow. got the same result. That's how he won his Super Bowl. Yeah, by making sure that he did just enough coddling, just enough whatever with Santonio so that Santonio San would be there for that final drive, that legendary Amazing. drive. Uh, how do you say that Mike Tomlin always puts it on these things? He just is, I'll, 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 take I'll deal you. with you until I realize I can't deal with you. Yes. yes. Yeah. And, and, and that's that, that's basically Cower and Tomlin were no different in, in this regard, in this specific regard. Wow, that's crazy. I, I that's my first time because, an outsider's perspective, before I got Cowers, the meanest SOB. Now, I know no. camp was hard, but no. everybody's training camp was hard in the mid 2000s. DK, the two days, uh, the roughness that you do, absolutely. 
Yeah, no. Cat Manada wants to know who's the backup to Mason. It'll be Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> it will. Uh, not, it'll be Pat Frymuth, probably. <laughs> it will. It will not be. It will not be Trace McSorley. No. Oh man, Garth wants to know is the store open tomorrow too, DK? While you're yes, at? yes, we'll be open uh, from ten to six as usual. Yeah, so yeah. that'll that'll take you right into kickoff here. More I got people. what a good one. Go ahead. Okay. They just keep trying it. Right here, man. Oh, Joel Schmidt. Hey, Moan and DK. Said. My fear is that all this Mason Rudolph talk is more wishful thinking and less positive thinking. What else you got? Yeah. What are your options? <laughs> it's just like betting, right, DK? I hope I win. I wish I win this 15-leg parlay or something. Like That's what we're really getting ourselves into because we don't know what Mason's going to look like with live shots around them. Joe's bragging here that we beat Fort Cherry in football my senior year, Mapletown High School. If memory serves, you're going to be blown away by this. That was the year that uh, Mapletown had Derek Bonna, the tremendous running back that was setting a WPIL record. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Uh, an amazing, amazing uh, talent that that guy had. Wow. Yeah, uh, but, but correct me if I'm wrong here. His name was Derek Bonna, B-O-C-H-N-A. Stuff that I remember from the, the time when I was uh, covering high school here. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's good stuff here. Hey, Moan, if we draft a QB, a little bit of coin. Hey, Moan, if we draft a quarterback in this draft, who would it be? Oh, we're doing the draft already. A rookie? <laughs> That's all I got for you, a rookie at this point. I don't – again, we don't know who the coordinator is going to be and what the offensive philosophy is moving forward, too. I just know there's a crazy amount of weapons and a lot of talent on that side of the ball. So anybody who's going to be the quarterback should be excited. Heck, Kenny should still be excited if we're being real. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you absolutely. Know. I still don't see any confirmation on this Mapletown thing. Come on, people. You're better than this. Yeah, come on, DK. Mapletown, on? Mapletown High School, Class A football from 1984, and we still don't have any confirmation yet. Class uh, cool A? Ray, yeah, yeah, small school. Uh, cool Ray says, DK, what time do you leave headquarters to go to the game tomorrow? I always leave a couple hours early. I like to be there when the inactives are announced 90 minutes before. Uh, Mo knows what I'm talking about. You get over there, you find out what the lineups are. Cat man. <laughs> That, that wasn't good. even born yeah how would i know i yeah. ain't got a clue joe says Derek bono was after me about 86 or so yeah you know what i think that's right because that was when i started at the post gazette wow look at you yeah. I'm, I'm an 86 er also are you yeah i'm an 86 er man i work with a dude man i was born in 97 that's gotta be the craziest and thing now john easton thinks that kenny's gonna be the quarterback i don't see why I thought it's uh no, he's out, isn't he? Talking about next year? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kenny's out. No, he's talking about Saturday, I think. Oh Kenny's been declared out. Yeah. He may be referencing um next year as far as quarterback, because that was from the quarterback question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I like this one. Danny asks, does the viewership of Steelers games go down after three losses? Uh, the answer to that is two words. Hell no. <laughs> okay. And anybody who claims that they're not watching or that they're boycotting or whatever here, no, they just watch with a different type of emotion, but they still watch. They can't peel themselves away from it. I have uh, one start. Go ahead. We see we see traffic patterns. Um, the two most red columns that I've written all year on our website, counting page views and so forth, on Steelers, from Steelers games have been the last two. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I mean, that's just how it goes. And, and, you know, before that, the one before that had been a win, it was the one in Cincinnati and people got their hopes up. It's it's a completely different type of emotion, but it's still a really strong emotion. You know, Ash says she's not excited about tomorrow's game. Uh, I don't blame you. Uh, You'll watch it still though. (laughs) I'm just being honest with you. Like, if they win, your 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 Christmas will be made, man. I'm watching it. I'll be intently watching this game tomorrow. So, um, say what you feel and uh, about this game. But if you're a fan, um, you are excited because there's still the chance that you can win again. Since he's banged up just as much as Pittsburgh is too, and the defense for the most part has held us on. I know they're leaking bad right now too. Mm-hmm. All in all, it's at home in Pittsburgh against your divisional foe. That is about as exciting as it can be, DK. Snowman has solved the entire roster in the span of a single comment. It says, trade the house to get Joe Alt. Draft real center. 
Cedric Van Pran out of Georgia. Georgia. Slide Broderick Jones to right tackle. That's where he already is. I think you mean slide to left tackle. Left tackle, yeah. And you will fix the offensive line. Merry Christmas. No, because Joe <laughs> Alt's a left tackle. Out. Trust me. This fan base here has already been drafted Joe Alt five times already in Nashville, okay? Uh, mm. But here's the thing, too. You're talking about a rookie left tackle, a rookie center, and keeping Project Jones in his second year. Here's a pro tip about offensive linemen. Don't let Marquise and Dave DeCastro skew your judgment, okay? Most offensive linemen take about three years to get right. I ain't even mad at the year that Broderick's had. It's what it was supposed to happen this year for him. He's supposed to have some good moments, some bad moments, and play super hard, although I'm questioning his last couple of games he's had. Um, but to build – think about – Snowman, real quick. Think about the times where we got together, and let's start in 09 when I came in, then 10 with Marquise, then with Gilbert, then with uh, with DeCastro. It took three to four years before you guys started saying, oh, we got goons. Remember that? I do three to four years. So I'm cool with getting them. Just know there's a buildup to be good. Yeah, that, that was, that's something that people forget in hindsight, but your, your line didn't just do no. this. No, it, it you know, it, it took a little bit of time taking care of a little bit more business here. Uh, Bert is playing Santa with 20 gift memberships. David is playing Santa with 20 gift memberships. Thanks to you both. Thanks to everybody who's come in. Of course, our, our man, the barber, is in on a consistent basis with his five. We love him. Yeah, man, Barber, you're so cool. He he opened up the show with something awesome too, DK. Oh, he did? Yeah, he did. I'll get it after you get done with business right here. Uh, Evan says, uh, hey, Moan, how did Mike Tomlin address the team when Martavis Bryant acted out or AB in 2018? What happens in the locker room when player issues arise? Good question. Does Tomlin talk to the group? At he, any point, or, yes. or how does that get dealt with? He puts it up on the big board in front of everybody so that we call uh, hold them accountable. In those moments, those guys do. The big board? the In front of the team meeting. Offense, defense, special you mean teams, on video. all coaches. Yes, in front of okay. everybody. Oh, if there's been an okay. issue. If it's been an off-the-field issue, it's just your face up on that big board, and he's letting everybody know what happens. And from that moment right there, because this is always his main thing, if we got to talk about non-football stuff, then we're losing. Losing time. Because we can't coach. Yeah. We're losing football time. So he put them up there, address it, get it off, and then we go straight to football. And then in the locker room, you talk there. Right, come on, Tay. What you doing, man? Hey, come on, A.B. What are we doing, big bro? I got you, man. Okay, cool. So it was that type of conversation. It happened all the time. But the issue that we have right now is we as a team, as a fan base, are talking about more non-football things than almost anything else, DK. Yeah. That's why we're losing. Yeah, that hurts the process. The boy coaches are so defensive of the time that they have no on more or than two off minutes. field. No more than two minutes. And sometimes it lasts a little bit longer. About 2018, yeah, we had a deep meeting. Uh, but um, it's why, why are we talking about non-football stuff? Yeah. Michael Walker says, we're going to take a couple more today. Hey, Moan, all I want for Christmas is for my quarterback to hit wide open receivers. Can we do that? I think so. Can we do that? I don't think Michael's asking for a lot here. Like I said earlier, what you want to see out of Mason more than anything, if you see the simple play early, he's going to have a nice day. Right. He, he can do the extravagant stuff. He can do the – he's going to hit one. He's going to hit one. You yeah. can take that to the bank. Yeah. Okay? Someone is someone's going to break free, and Mason's going to hit him. Now, it might be after they're down by 20. Who knows? I don't know. But it's going to happen. Yeah. For sure. You know, um, TJ Case, is, is there any veteran lineman nearing the end of their contract that the Steelers should look into? I mean, that might be the way to go, Moan, right? There's a few, but here's the thing. Good oil don't hit the market unless you're willing to pay $30 million, uh, $30 million a year the same way since he did. They just don't. You're going to get a 31, 32-year-old dude, probably more guard. Tackles do not hit the market like that, y'all. I'm sorry to tell you. Everybody's sensing that we're almost at the end of the show, so all of the all of the feedback now that's coming in is just Christmas based, and, that, and that's fine. That's fine. We can do that too. Here, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this one myself since I take this. I'm gonna hijack your hey moan here. Do you Go think ahead, they from from little bit of coin? Do you think they will extend Pat Fryermuth this year or wait and see how he plays next year? Um, I believe that Pat Fryermuth is a stealer. I believe that 
He still has work to do as it relates to his blocking. He would tell you that uh, as well. He would also tell you, as anybody would, common sense that he's grossly underutilized. He is. But we don't even know what he is. We, we would know. Yeah. We, we don't even know what he is. And I, I'm not ready to watch that blossom somewhere else. You know? Me either. So... All right, Moan. Let's. Uh, oh, all right. Take this one from Cool Rays, and then we'll we'll go to the ending thing. Uh, over two. TJ gets two in the first quarter. <laughs> TJ's going to be feeling it. Uh, TJ, even though he had one point five sacks last week, all he had not meaning enough. not sacks. No meaning. There was there was no other splash, and he was not happy. He's not definitely not happy with how he's being held and everything else here at a home game. The last home game, don't forget, this is the Steelers' last home game. Last wow. two are in Seattle and Baltimore. Yep. Uh, I think you're going to see an effort from him that goes even above and beyond uh, what he usually offers. That's awesome. Love to hear that. Yeah. So, all right. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Yeah, everything is Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry yeah. Christmas, and that's fine. Corky's got you on a football one. We're going to get one bonus football one in here. Uh, more than likely with him without knowing everything, is probably just the war of attrition injuries. Want some Wearing numbers? Yeah, I got numbers. I, I had to look this up yesterday. Alex Highsmith's last six games, 14 tackles, 1.5 sacks. Wow. Three total run stuffs. That is not much of an impact for $14 million a year. I'm sorry. It's not. It's not. Uh, Ain't no excuse. Be better. Period. I'm tired of making excuses for it. Put Nick Herbig out there. Yeah. Nick Herbig makes plays. Maybe he needs more of a spell, DK. Yeah, that's always a possibility at that particular position here. Uh, Matt Hyde wishes everybody a Merry Christmas. Be safe. Enjoy the weekend with family. And then he says, be safe twice. Uh, Yes. That I think will lead us nicely into our usual, but maybe a little Uh, bit special Friday. It's even better. Even better. I told you, Barbara came in here early while you was, you know, figuring stuff out. And this is probably about as best as we could say it. Your favorite Barbara came in here at 303 and said this. Just want to say, and this is this group right here. Just want to say, if you don't know, I really enjoy the time we get together. We don't know each other, but what we have in common and to bring here together, we have really created a family. With that being said, happy, Merry Christmas. Call somebody you hadn't in a while. Hug somebody. Buy somebody a random drink. Have a random conversation with somebody. Just be good. But in all things, here we go, Steelers, and we'll see you guys on (laughs) Tuesday. Tuesday it is. Oh, wow. <laughs>